Xavier's House, located on Long Island in New York, is a nonprofit organization that offers lifetime care to adults and children with a wide range of cognitive ability and through devotion and faith. It provides opportunities to learn, grow, and continue to be functional individuals in the society that contributes to the betterment of our society. With grace and guidance, Xavier's House Inc. will live up to its creed. You can find them on Facebook at Xavier House Inc. and you can contact them at XavierHouse at gmail.com. Are you a sneakerhead? Yeah, boy! A baller? Ballin'! Want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready, because we got all the details right here. Nice take by James. Oh, he stops! LeBron James puts it down in the face of James Johnson. Kevin Durant way outside. Delivers! Kevin Durant from downtown. It's a six-point game. And it goes off to Kobe. Dribble drive Kobe underneath. Puts his nose on the line again. Makes the basket. He's fouled. Oh, what a play. And Kobe, after he was fouled, after the ball nestled in the net, he waved to a cameraman down in front. Says, take my picture, baby. Sixers running the break. Iverson accelerating to the jam. It's Kicks and Bricks, where we got game on the streets, and on the court. Money's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. shoes. You sure it's not the shoes? I'm sure, Mars. Money's gotta be the shoes. And here's your host, Jamel Cutler. What up, what up? Welcome to Kicks and Bricks. Pulling up today is a living legend. If you're 80s baby, she's been an integral part of all our childhood years. Joining us today is the go herself, Kyla Pratt. What's going on, Kyla? How you feeling? Hey, what's good? <laughs> you know, thank you for coming on. Um, I just want to know, like, how did you get started acting? Like, when did you get bit by the acting bug? Um, I got bit by the acting bug very, very early. Um, I grew up watching my mom uh, do theater. My mom has a degree in the arts and um, I watched her do theater. And uh, yeah, I just was like, I want to be like mommy. I had the opportunity to do a modeling show after my grandmother was um, bragging about me randomly to a stranger. And I got the opportunity to do the show. And at the show, there were agents and managers there. And uh, I've been on a run ever since I've been in love with it ever since <laughs> so like also like your dad was like a pro athlete like um did you take like any of the discipline that it takes to be a pro athlete and apply it to acting well my dad it's crazy because that's always gone along around online but uh no my dad wasn't oh, no. a pro athlete <laughs> he um well no I was raised uh with my stepfather and then uh, me and my biological father got closer as I got older um, but my discipline that I get from any type of athletic anything is from this man, yeah. Compton, who is a tattoo artist and a musical artist who you mentioned earlier before we started. Um, he is, um, he is a, was a football player through high school and college and literally every day he's like, all right, what time am I working out? So any type of discipline that I've getting, gotten from anything has been from him. <laughs> So, like, can you talk about, like, what was, like, the hardest part of being um, a child actor, like, basically growing up in Hollywood? Um, I would say it wasn't, 
I, I actually had a great time. I would say the hardest part was as a kid, you know, feeling like, oh, I want to be around my friends. Um, just having those little tiny moments, but they didn't last very long because I loved what I was doing. Um, luckily, I had a, a mom who, you know, didn't make me feel pressured in doing what I did. Um, it was a hobby for me. Um, everybody else had drill team. They had after school things to do. And my after school thing was going to auditions. And sometimes that meant I wasn't going to be at school. And um, I think the first time I was homeschooled, which was like the first semester of eighth grade, that was hard because I wanted to be around my friends. But then once I realized, oh, I want to work. <laughs> so uh, if they're my real friends, I'll see them later, you know? Um, so I didn't really have too hard of a time. You know, I don't feel like I really missed out on anything. I, I went to high school um, in LA. Um, I went to an actual campus for one year. So I made friends that I still have to this day. And uh, yeah, I went to like dances and, and hung out. Uh, I wasn't really the quote-unquote industry girl like I went to work and then I was kicking it <laughs> did the other kids kind of look at you as like a celebrity or did they just did just see you as one of them basically um I, th I felt like it was a mixture I had a lot of kids who just looked at me like I was one of them I had some kids that were like who is that girl she thinks she this she thinks she that mm -hmm. um and then once they got to know me they're like oh okay she's just one of us you know so I think there was a balance um, of it all but most of the time everybody was chill like I went to um, the high school I went to was a performing arts school in LA so um, they had had a lot of people in the industry have who had gone there before me and who were there um, with me and who came out of that school so a lot of those people were extremely talented um, as well and are still working to this day so um, I had a I had a little balance of both <laughs> You know, the other day I was watching those WNBA commercials that you shot as a child, like looking back now, they were like so iconic. Like, what was it like filming those commercials amongst what's, those legends? What's crazy? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You, no, you can go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I was going to say what's crazy is that um, I was very young when I did those commercials and I had booked um, a, a TV show. I think I want to say it was NYPD Blue. Um, and I would like to be a little guest star. And my mom was like, hey, baby, which one do you want to do? And, you know, my mom could have easily been like, you know, this one's going to make more money or this one's more popular. But no, she gave me the option. And she's like, which one do you want to do? And I said, you know what? I think I want to talk mess to the tall ladies from the WNBA. Like, I love basketball. Like, I love being able to talk smack. Um, so I was like, I want to do those. And from those commercials, I really feel like a lot came from those. Um, I think I think that's the first time Flex saw me was on those commercials, uh, you know, as an uh, as a possibility for me to be on one on one. And uh, Rosie O'Donnell had a talk show back in the day where we did commercials for her TV show that were based off of those commercials. And uh, I think those, you know, led me in uh, the direction that I was meant to go in. So it's it's crazy how things work, but I had a lot of fun shooting those. And uh, yeah, people still, I used to be the little girl where people walk up to me and they'd be like, you need a whooping. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I don't talk like that to adults in real life, leave me alone. But uh, it was fun. You know, those commercials was kind of like a precursor to like an Xbox chat room, basically what? with all the shit that you was talking to the athletes. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty, oh no, matter of fact, it was Twitter before Twitter. Mm. That's a better analogy. Crazy, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> 
guess they just like the idea of this uh, very small young lady telling these tall uh, women who are amazing at what they do, how they need to do things. <laughs> you know, like amongst the um, athletes that you were filming with, like some of them, they did small movie roles like in the years to come, but you were like, I'm not sure how many years of acting you had up until that point, but you looked so seasoned compared to the rest of them who are like basically amateurs. Which is crazy. Yeah, I think I, I, I want to say I was like 11. I want to say I was like 11. I don't rem- I don't even remember how old I was, <laughs> but um, I just, I loved it. It was fun. I had a great um, acting coach and, uh, you know, and then my mom was my acting coach on sets and stuff. So uh yeah it was just I I just naturally vibed into talking mess <laughs> I'm really good at it <laughs> is there any chance that we can see like a modern day version of that commercial with like the players of today if oh, maybe that would be and absolutely it- dope <laughs> I was uh, I know a lot of people saw because I have two daughters so a lot of people are like mm-hmm. your daughter should do the commercials or we should do I mean it's crazy because I'm probably around the same height as I was back then <laughs> so even if I was talking to any women from the WNBA it probably looked the exact same but um but uh, yeah my kids are definitely going to be talking <laughs> so I I mean hopefully you know something like that can come about I'm just so happy mm-hmm. that I was a part I was able to be a part of the Nike family you know like since you shot the commercial like how have you seen like the WNBA grown over like the last how many years that's been like 20 like 25 years since that commercial job I feel like it's grown so much but I still feel like there's so much more growing to do I feel like these women are so amazing and so talented and you know they need to be given um you know a bigger and better kind of platform in a way or we need to pay attention more we need to make it an actual thing like I want my daughters to see these women out there kicking ass, you know? So I feel like it's changed in a, in a major way. And, um, but I feel like there's always room for growth, you know? Like, did you have any favorite players growing up? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I literally idolized all of the women that I was uh, working with. Lisa Leslie was like one of my favorites. I mean, look, there was no way. I was hooping back in the day, but there was no way I was going to go to the WNBA. I knew my size. I knew I wasn't going to get much bigger. So I was a little violent when I played. You know, I had to, you know, get into it a little bit because I was the tiny mm-hmm. one. But, um, you know, I loved um, I loved Lisa Leslie. I loved Cheryl Swoops and Cynthia Cooper and Tina Thompson. And I learned more about them after doing those commercials and seeing, you know, what women did and, and actually going to the WNBA games and um, sitting down and learning more about, you know, Reggie Miller. He was, you know, doing the, you know, the, the sportscaster and all the, you know, games and stuff. And, and um, of course, always been like a Laker, huge Laker fan. I'm from LA, you know what I'm saying? So uh, is always Kobe everything like I was that girl that was like oh no I'm gonna get rough like I'm gonna go play with the boys and like uh, and a girl try to play and she's like you're so rough I'm like well you better figure it out <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was a little too into it um, but yeah no I, I, I loved it I knew I wasn't going anywhere with it uh, career-wise so I just did it for fun <laughs> You know, the basketball scene on on Love and Basketball, that's one of my favorite um, scenes in the movies. Like, how much of those moves were really you versus how much of it was, like, practice and choreographed? 
Um, well, it was it was all me, but they did have we had a um, a, a coach who was an I, I believe she was an assistant coach for the Sparks at the time, Colleen, and she would train us. And there would be hours of us just, you know, practicing different moves and doing different things. And that was around the time in my life where I was hooping. Like I thought, like I, you know, I grew up with majority brothers. Like I was like, let's get on the court, let's play, you know? And uh, like I said, I never played for a team or anything. I was an actress over everything, but um, yeah, it was, it was mostly me. And even now when I started just shooting around and messing around, I was like, dang, I miss basketball so much, (laughs) but now I'll be getting my nails too long for that. (laughs) you know um how did that movie change your life like career-wise it changed my life in many ways even watching it um having to film it there were so many things that we did during the filming process that I had never experienced before um as of like the 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 basketball training the um the scenes where we had to play basketball together and had to do things exactly right the fact that I came to work with my hair pressed beautiful and they were like hey so we're gonna spray your hair down with water because you need to look rough and I was like uh-uh y'all gotta ask my mama I'm not getting in trouble for this <laughs> and my mom's like no it's okay um they had to like uh tie me down because you know I was a young lady I was you know they wanted me to look like a little boy and and even going to the premiere and just watching the film um I got, I posted something saying I got lost in it. And I think people thought I meant like I was lost in the film. Like I wasn't a part of it. And that's not what I meant. I meant I got lost, like being able, that's my favorite thing to do is to watch a movie and and not feel like I'm watching the movie to get lost in the story and just feel like I'm there. I'm a part of these people's lives. And that's exactly, I feel like that's the first time that I ever felt that was with the movie Love and Basketball. And seeing Gina Prince-Bythewood, who was a female director, who was very, you know, tomboyish like me, and, and seeing somebody who, you're like, oh, okay, so, like, it, this is normal for me to, like, want to be with the boys and, and you know, fight with the boys and hoop, and, you know, I feel like the the movie changed me in a lot of ways um, and helped, helped form me as a young woman. And uh, career-wise, I, you know, I think a lot of a lot of people still love loving basketball. Like I hear about it so much from people who I would have never even thought that they have would care about watching, you know, that movie. So um, it's 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 amazing to be a part of something that's so classic, you know. You know, um, before you met your husband, like how many people over the years have asked you to play for your heart? Because I think that's <laughs> one of the most overused lines in the world. Uh, yeah, play for your heart, or I always get, you know, want to go one on one. Me and uh, me and him have been together for so many years that uh, I, I don't know, like, I'm pretty sure people have said it, I haven't like acknowledged it in any type of way, because I don't want nobody had no problems. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's I those are the, you know, play for your heart or want to go one on one. So all my all my classic stuff, I guess, that is like told to me is because of basketball. <laughs> so, so like a few years, like after loving basketball, you started in one-on-one. Like, what was it like working with Flex? Because it, it seemed like you guys had like a good chemistry on the show. Like you guys weren't acting at all. One-on-one was absolutely amazing. We shot one-on-one. Um, we shot the pilot when I was 12 and we didn't get picked up. And then we got picked up when I was 14. Uh, so I shot basically my, enchi- my entire like teenage years on that set. 
and uh, working with someone like Flex, Flex was like, he wasn't that much older than me because of course he was playing like a young dad. Uh, I mean, he was older, of course, but I didn't look at him as like, oh, that's somebody daddy. To me, it was like, oh, he's like a big brother type. And um, to be a part of that cast, everybody was just amazing. It was like a little family. And even I'm working with um, our script supervisor who was on one on one. She's on the show that I'm doing now called Call Me Cat. And just being able to sit back and reminisce with her and about everything that we used to, you know, go through on set or deal with or experience. Like it was a little family. So it was, it was, it was amazing to be a part of something like that. And now to be able to relive it because it's streaming and it's, it's on, you know, cable networks now, like it's, it's dope to be a part of something for a certain generation. And then now, you know, the next generation can see it. You know, I was watching it a, a few months ago. Um, and me personally, I, I felt old because then, because <laughs> Yeah, because I realized I'm the same age now as Flex was. Yes. He was on the show. I'm like, oh damn. I'm I think man. I'm I think I'm about <laughs> the same age now that Flex was. And I'm like, wait. So he was playing like I didn't get it at first. <laughs> I felt the exact same way. I feel old because I'm I'm watching it with my daughter and and we used to shoot all those scenes and I used to think it was really funny that uh, Flex and different members of the cast and the crew they would be so uncomfortable when I would be shooting certain scenes or when I had to kiss or when I had, we had a whole episode about sex like I was like oh that's so funny you guys are uncomfortable ha 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 yep watch this and now I'm the like adult and and putting it on with my daughter like oh yeah look baby like oh look at mommy and I'm like oh wait what. <laughs> Oh no 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 no! We're not ready. <laughs> We're not ready for this. Turn it off. Like all these questions that are gonna come. So yeah, I feel you. I feel the exact same way. I was like, damn, where did the time go, man? <laughs> it's going, but we still, we still young. We still young. Hey, right, um, do you have like any favorite memories from working on um one on one? Oh, favorite. Oh, there's so many. Um, I was talking about the other day, uh, my 16th birthday, Method Man was on the episode. And so uh, we shot a rave episode that Method Man was on. So that's like an amazing memory. And I, I have like pictures of me and my sweet 16 birthday cake and Method Man standing there with Flex. And I'm like, so every time I see him, like I, I flash back to that. Um, what other memories? Uh, Tashina Arnold, you know, playing my mom and just being amazing and funny and loud and, you know, a classic uh, entertainer. Um, what else? I, I remember shooting the wardrobe on one-on-one. I would remember every episode. If I, if I had on a certain outfit, I'd be like, oh, I wore that in episode three in the scene that I was walking in and the wardrobe would be like, what? How do you remember that from like years ago? And I'm like, and now I realize that's that young brain because I don't remember that stuff now. Um, <laughs> but um, I have so many different memories. There's so many different things. Me and, uh, you know, Cicely, uh, who played Spirit, you know, we went to the prom on one-on-one. Like, I didn't go to the prom in real life. Like, that was my, you know, going to the prom and and uh, my brother doing extra work, you know, on one-on-one just to be on set with me. Um I, I, there's so many memories that the the crew, the the people who, you know, had smiles on their faces every day and just, you know, the energy that we had there. Like, it's there's so many amazing things that I think about when I think of one-on-one. Is there any chance that we can get a one-on-one reboot in the future? Because, you know, all these old shows are getting um, rebooted as of late. Uh, they're talking about it. I know uh, Flex... Uh-oh. 
I know Flex has said he's he's written some things up, and um, unfortunately, our creator Yuneta uh, T Boone um, is no longer with us. Um, so at first, you know, I thought it would be easier when she was here, but I know we we talked about moving forward, and we'll see. We'll see. In order for me to be Brianna Barnes again, it's gonna have to be real good, though. <laughs> You know, um, I'm not sure if other people felt this way, but in a way, I kind of felt like I grew up with you because, like, we're the same age. And while you was on 101, like, going through the stuff that normal teenagers go through, like, I was going through the same stuff. Which is a, an amazing feeling. Right. I remember, remember the first time somebody, not the first time, but some girl said that to me. They was like, girl, we grew up on you. Oh, my goodness. We grew up on you. And I was like, wait, how old are y'all? I'm like, no, you grew up with me. You grew up with me. And then they told me they were 19. And I was like, never mind. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> you didn't grow up with me. Never mind. You grew up on me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, that's, that's, you know, an amazing feeling. Because even when I was shooting the show, I didn't realize, you know, how many people were watching it. I was a teenager. I was interested in working I love working I love being an actress and then after work I'd be like all right y'all we're going to the uh we're going to get some food we're going to go have I'm going to hang out with my friends and they're doing this after school so I'm gonna meet up with them like you know I didn't realize how many people were watching it until you know the past couple of years when people come up to me and they're like you know I went through this or I went through that and you helped through this and you helped through that it's an amazing feeling to know that you know you were involved in something like that so that's dope thank you like you also did the Proud Family like around the same time one on one was on, was around like how like how did you keep up with two TV shows like schoolwork and just being a normal kid? Um. Well, I knew that in order to be an actress, that I had to do well in school. Um. I knew that I needed to maintain a C average in order to get my work permit in order to work as an actress. And I knew that my mom was a teacher and she didn't like C's. So that means I needed to keep no. the average. <laughs> and uh, so that kind of, you know, helped me through school is knowing that, you know, my reward for doing great in school was I get to go, you know, do something amazing that, you know, not a lot of people get to do. And um, yeah, I'm just uh, balancing it all wasn't hard at all because it's what I what I loved. It's what I looks forward to you know and I had amazing people around me and my family has always been amazing and I've always been very um secure within me and not allowed um shitty energy I don't know if I can say shitty but (laughs) not allow you know shitty energy to be around me or consume me or um uh you know I'm really good on you know reading you know people's energy and intentions and you know, just trying to surround myself with people who I feel give the same vibes that I do. And um, yeah, so balancing it all wasn't, it wasn't hard as a, as a teenager at all. It, it's, it's more, it's more crazy now because I'm a mom now. Now it's like, okay, okay, when I have to make time for this, I got to do this and I got to do that. It's a little crazier now, but I've always said I wanted to do it all. So it's not a complaint balancing it all. It's, it's just a fact. It's got to do it. Like you're only 33, 34, like you had such an iconic run through Hollywood. Like what is the key to having so much longevity? Um, it's hard because I always hear like, oh, people want to be actresses and stuff like that. And it's, and it's more difficult nowadays because I feel like with social media, you know, people are searching for uh, fame are there or a certain type of attention where this is not an easy business to be in. And if you don't, 
really love the craft and love what it is to be an actress, to create a story, to tell a story, um, it's kind of hard to stay in it. And I think because I've always loved storytelling, I've always loved being able to step in someone else's shoes and, and play a character that I wouldn't necessarily do that, but they would. So I'm telling, you know, I just feel like I just love what I do. And just like I said, you have to keep energy around you that is um, that is positive, that is friendly, that is non-vindictive, that which is difficult because a lot of people are crazy in this world. But um, and uh, standing up for yourself and staying focused on you and making sure your mental is right because this is a difficult industry to be a part of, you know, and constantly you know, comparing, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Just keep your mind right and you'll be able to make it through. You know, um, you said it's a difficult industry to get into. And um, I went to All-Star Weekend in Atlanta, the one that just passed. And I never seen so many aspiring actresses in my life. That's the case for all All-Star Weekends. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy because there's, I love, like, I love this. I, 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 you know, it's just, it's an amazing thing for me. And if somebody wants to get involved in it, I mean, just take it seriously and um, put in, like, work hard. Don't think that it's just going to come, you know, that's, I think nowadays people are looking for that instant, you know, that instant success or that instant feeling of like, oh, I've made it. Like, no, it's a journey. So just staying strong and, and, and honestly keeping your mind right and understanding what comes along with this craziness. Like all day, I have to check myself before I check somebody. <laughs> like I have to be like, Kyla, you don't have to respond to that comment. You don't have to say this. You don't have to say that. What is the point? You gonna look crazy. You know what I mean? So um, the Kyla that, you know, I didn't even realize that I had this like um, image of like, oh, the girl next door, she's so sweet and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm crazy. <laughs> I mean, in a, you know, in a good way, but, um, but you know, a lot of people don't understand what comes with this. And so it's like me all the time having to balance like, okay, all right, you don't have to go mama, mama Pratt right now. You, you ain't gotta, you don't have to act up, take a deep breath, <laughs> like control yourself, you know, have conversations. It's all about keeping your mind right. And there's so many people out there that want to get into this industry. And as, lo as long as you're doing it for the right reasons, you'll be good. Uh -huh. But if you're doing it looking for something else, it's, it's going to it's gonna be too hard on you, honey. <laughs> you know, and there's always uh, like beauty in the struggle. Like once you accomplish your goal, you can appreciate the come up even more. Yes, yes. And I, but I also feel like, in this industry, like a lot of people, they'll look at me, they're like, oh, you good. Oh, you straight. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's still a journey. It's still a hustle. It's still auditions. It's still, you know, trying to make things happen. Like I've reached certain goals and then I have more. It's a constant, you're constantly working. There's no like, oh, I've made it and that's it. That's not how it goes. You know what I mean? So it's just, like I said, you gotta you gotta stay healthy all up in here, <laughs> up in your mind. All right. So, um, can you tell us about the new show, Call Me Cat, on Fox? I was watching it. Um, well, I was binge watching it on Sunday, <laughs> and and now and now I can't stop watching it. So, thanks again <laughs> for that. 
Thank you. Well, Call Me Cat is a show on Fox. We air Thursdays at 9, 8 central. And we are also on Hulu. We're on streaming services. Um, it's a show starring Mayim Bialik. And it's about a woman who is um, basically at the end of her 30s. And she's like, look, I don't have to have everything that society claims that I need to have in order to be happy. I can, someone just recently called it like a coming of age story, but she's older, you know, because we, you know, we go through different things at different times and she suffered a loss and just decided, hey, I want to live my life the way I want to live it. I don't have to do it how everybody says that I need to. And she wanted to open up a cat cafe because she's addicted to cats. <laughs> And uh, my character I play is Randy, who is a barista at her coffee shop and who, does, who doesn't really like cats that much, but you know, she got to get her money. Um, and then we end up becoming friends. And I just love, I love everything about it. I love the fact that, you know, it's a little escape. It's quirky. We have comedy for everybody. And um, I think when people allow themselves to watch it and allow themselves to escape everything that is going on, like then you fall in love with it, you know? And um, we have so many different people on, on our team, so many actors from so many different walks of life in this industry and just in general, you know? And um, I'm just, I'm having a ball, enjoying a little family time with these, with these people. <laughs> and shooting during the pandemic has been, has been crazy. So it's wonderful to be around people who have great energy and who are adult people all around, you know, during a time like this. What is it like working with Mayim? Because like, she was like the 90s version of you basically being on Blossom. Mayim is amazing in every single way. Um, Mayim is a person and she knows she's a person and she treats other people like people. And to me, those are the best type of people, especially in positions that she's in. Um, she's, she always makes sure us as a cast that we feel good, that we feel important, that we feel seen, we feel heard. Um, she makes, she's, she has, she's doing everything. Like I literally told her the other day, I'm like, you're shooting a movie that you wrote and you wrote and directed a movie. Like what's happening? Like, how are you, you know, everything that they ask her to do on camera. She's like, oh yeah, I speak Spanish. Oh yeah. I tap dance. Oh yeah. I'm like, you know what? You about to piss me off lady. And I tell her all the time because I'm like, as a, as a child actress, I was like, no, I don't want to take that stuff. I'll just pretend to do it when I get on camera. But now with her, I see like, oh, Kyla, you could have took classes because look at her. She play all these play instruments. She sings. She does all this stuff. So I said, it's OK. I'm going to catch up. I'm going to catch up. Mom, I'm about tired of you knowing how to do everything. But it's like like a little joke that we have. But now I'm not surprised. Anything that they throw at her, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure Maya can do that. Hey, you got a question? That's a big ass word. I'm gonna go ask Maya. With <laughs> um, do you have any plans on stepping behind the camera anytime soon, and you know, directing a few movies or a few TV shows? I do. I've always been interested. I've I've, I've always been a writer. I um, need to get back into that. Uh, <laughs> as of lately, it's been a little crazy, but um, I, I've always been interested in producing. I wasn't interested in directing until recently, um, especially once I realized how much I already know because of, you know, I'm, I'm the one on set that's constantly watching the people around me and constantly saying, well, what does this person do? What is their title? What do they have to do? Okay, now what's this over here? And how do they do this? And oh, okay, you do that. And I'm always in everybody's business <laughs> trying to figure out who does what. So I pretty much know uh, a lot that I didn't realize I did. And um, 
Yeah, that's something that I definitely am uh, getting involved in very soon. Like, do you have any people that you look up to, like, directing-wise? Because I'm curious, like, what would a Kyla Pratt um, film look like or TV show? And that's the hard part, because I feel like a lot of times nowadays there's so much content. There's so many things out there that people just do things just to do it. Um, and I'm very particular. <laughs> um, but I would say the first person that pops into my mind is Regina King. Um, Regina King um, was a child actress and she, you know, moved into uh, acting as an adult successfully um, without losing her mind. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she just directed One Night in Miami, which was absolutely amazing. And um, it was it was beautiful. And to see her and all the things that, you know, that she's accomplished and that she's doing, you know, you can only hope to get on the same path and, and continue on the path and learn like someone uh, like she has, you know? So, um, that's the first person that pops into my mind is how dope she is. And, um, yeah. So one day, one day soon. Hey, hey, before I let you go, like, I will be remiss. I have to ask you, what is your sneaker rotation looking like these days? Oh, see, I, I've never, okay. So my man is like uh -oh. a sneaker head, like he's ridiculous. I didn't really get into until the, when the pandemic hit and I was like, I need something to make me feel better. I started buying shoes. <laughs> Every time the mail came, it was something that he ordered and I ordered. I am um, very, uh, Jays, I love Jays. I love uh, Converse, that's so LA, some Chucks, uh, <laughs> Air Maxes. I'm like, I'm all about comfort. Um, I haven't been able to wear my heels that much since we ain't been outside. So uh, yeah, I just, I just, I love like trying different things. Like Nike has all these new little shoes that don't have laces. And, and then now my kids are developing a sneaker problem. So it's going to be an issue, but uh, more for, more for me because their foot keeps growing. I, I remember my man told me a long time ago, he was like, Kyla, your foot isn't growing anymore. So if you buy you shoes, they're gonna last you if you keep buying the kids everything they they foot grow every five minutes and i was like i know <laughs> so then i started you know spoiling myself a little bit hey you can always resell the, the sneakers it's big money and that yes yes see back in the day like as a kid i didn't i felt like um i was very frugal and i was like uh-uh well not was i still am but um, I back in the day, I'd be like, oh, I'm not getting no new, sh the new shoes that everybody want and everybody got. Now I got to keep up with y'all. I ain't got time for that. So I just kept it real simple. It was like, I would wear some all white forces or some all white shell toes <laughs> and call it a day. And that was it. I was like, I'm not doing all that colorful shit. I'm not, I don't have time for this, putting outfits together. But now like he's inspired me. <laughs> so I have all these different, like I'm literally, I was just on there today. Cause my daughter was like, mom, I think my foot is growing. I'm like, I'm about tired of you. I'm about tired of you in this foot. I'm about tired of you in this foot. And if they go back to school soon, now you need more shoes. Good, help me please. So <laughs> we, we, we it's, it's ridiculous. The sneaker collection here is ridiculous. <laughs> we got it we got to get you a deal with Nike to kind of alleviate some of that stress. You know, it can alleviate some of the stress. You know, I was a part of a family back in the day, so it shouldn't be that hard. You know what I'm saying? Got to come up with something so I can help with this, with this shoe problem that I have developed over the pandemic. <laughs> 
All right, so um, I want to thank you for coming on. Like your inspiration, not only to myself, but to other, but to other, um, but to other people. And I look forward to all the new movies, all the new TV shows that you have in the works. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for having me.